Hello again. You're listening to the news at one. Global CO2 emissions from energy generation hit a record high last year, despite commitments by governments around the world to reduce greenhouse gases to try to tackle climate change. The data is in a new report from the International Energy Agency, which also said more clean technologies such as solar power and electric vehicles did help limit the impact of increased coal and oil use. We've been speaking to one of the authors of the report, Olivia Chen. What we find is that in last year's emissions globally, including all CO2 emissions from energy combustion and industrial processes, increased by 0.9%, almost 1%, and reached a new high of 36.8 gigatons. What we also find is that following two years when global emissions oscillated a lot due to the COVID-19 pandemic, last year's growth was much slower than the previous year's rebound. And in this year that we had energy price shocks, rising inflation, disruptions to traditional trade flows, we see that global growth in emissions was lower than we might have feared thanks to the deployment of clean energy technologies that grew in 2022. So lower than you feared, but still an increase. What has been contributing to that continued increase in energy emissions? This increase comes primarily from coal and oil emissions. So last year, uh, amid the energy crisis, there was a switch away from using natural gas across many countries, particularly in Europe. And in many countries, many regions, this meant an increased reliance on coal. And this coal use um, emissions grew more than the reduction from natural gas emissions. So that's one big increase that we saw in 2022. And then oil emissions actually increased more than coal did, especially because after the pandemic, we still see an increased activity rebounding back to the pre-pandemic levels, largely from aviation. You look at particular parts of the world, and I think a, a small number of countries, data is given for them in this, in this report. What are, you, what are you finding in China? So China's emissions we found to be relatively flat in 2022, and we think that growing emissions from combustion were offset by some declines from emissions in industrial processes. And it looks like weaker economic growth, declining construction activity, and some strict COVID-19 measures led to these reductions, particularly in the industry and transport sectors. And meanwhile, from the power sector, we saw a small emissions growth. Excluding China, though, and this is really a very striking figure, emissions from Asia's emerging and developing countries increased increased quite significantly by more than 4%. Yes, yeah, so in Asia's emerging market and developing economies, we still saw a resilient economic growth, even in, amidst the, the sort of global energy crisis. And what we see for last year is an, an increase of 200 megatons of CO2. And over half of this region's increase came from coal-fired power. Generation. You're saying today that the fossil fuel industry, the, the big fossil fuel companies really need, and I'm quoting here from your statement, need to take their share of responsibility for tackling this continuing rise in emissions. What do those companies need to be doing? So the reason that we emphasize this point is because what we see last year is that many emissions were avoided because we were able to see a big step up in solar PV, in wind, in electric vehicles that helped to prevent this increase that we saw in global emissions last year from being almost three times as high. On the other hand, we still have this increase in emissions from coal, oil, and this, for example, looking at methane emissions specifically from the oil and gas sector, even in a year where gas prices were relatively high, so that abatement measures to reduce methane could have been more cost effective than usual, we still saw methane emissions grow. So 
taking one example, oil and gas companies can be doing more to abate their methane emissions. And what about the picture in terms of the available infrastructure of renewable generation, solar, um, wind? How much more of that needs to be constructed to make a real impact here in terms of a significant shift to renewables? What we saw last year is that actually there was record-breaking increase in generation from solar PV and from wind. These kinds of increases that we've been seeing in solar PV and wind, for example, as well as for electric vehicles from the past few years that have seen exponential growth in some cases really help put us on the right pathway and on the right pace of progress.